When Alexia George was three, her father needed an extra player for her older brother's t-ball game, and a love affair of baseball was born. That love affair carried Alexia through Little League, through high school baseball at Lynnhurst High, and now to the college ranks, where she is the first female player in the tri-state area to play NCAA baseball. Alexia is a freshman catcher at St. Elizabeth's University, and she's our guest today on this episode of the Jersey Baseball Show. Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of the Jersey Baseball Show. Today, we speak with Alexia George, the catcher, uh, freshman catcher at St. Elizabeth's University, first female college baseball player in the state of New Jersey, um, and uh, just finishing her first fall season uh, at St. Elizabeth, the, really the first full year that the program has had, because that's what happens when you try to bring a program on right in the middle of a uh, pandemic. And uh, welcome to the show, Alexia, and certainly happy to have you here. Thank you, Mike. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So first of all, congratulations, right? I mean, because um, you're getting to live out your dream of playing college baseball, right? I mean, and, and right. really, that was the dream from, from uh, right at the beginning, right? Absolutely. From day one. Yeah. So, so what I find pretty awesome, and I don't know that everybody knows your day one story the the first time you were out on on the baseball field and I'm sure you're probably tired of uh of telling it but but that's okay because we're going to make you tell it one more time that you know this awesome. is a three-year-old Alexia here um on the baseball field for the first time and uh, we want to hear you know how that what what happened so um basically how it happened was my my brother was five at the time and he played he was playing t-ball and my dad was the coach of the team and with a couple of other parents and then they needed an extra player they could they were like one short ironically ironically enough um and they were like you know what we can't find anybody let's just throw my daughter out there um you know they wouldn't they didn't really realize because I was I was three but I was like a bigger three-year-old than you know some other three-year-olds I guess so my dad was like yeah let's just put her in right field or no left field sorry and um you know just let her play have fun so I ended up playing with, with uh, my brother's t-ball team for that year. And every year after that, it's just been baseball. And my brother, my dad actually asked me uh, after I was done with t-ball, he was like, do you want to, you know, continue playing baseball or do you want to switch to softball? And I said, no, I want to play baseball. Like, and I was like five, maybe. I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I was close to that age. And um, yeah, ever since then, it's just been baseball. What was it about it that, that made you want to keep playing? I just loved it. Um, I mean, I, I was very young when I made that decision. And yeah. I, you know, I don't think I've, the only thing that I could describe it as was love. And even to this day, that's what drives me in the sport. It's, I just love the game. And there's really no other reason for me to be playing if I didn't love it, you know? Certainly not at this level, right? I mean, no, absolutely not. You know, <laughs> when you get to the college level, it's, uh, you know, what, what's the, the time commitment? You know, St. Elizabeth's a pretty new program, obviously. Um, but, you know, some for some people who, who say the D3 experience is, is not 
you know, whatever. Let's be real. I mean, this is like a, this is like another job you have, isn't it? It is. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a daily grind. Like, you know, we wake up, we have, sometimes we have five o'clock, five fifteen practice setups uh, in the morning. And then, you know, the, after that we go out throughout our day with classes and then we practice later on or get a lift in later on. It's, and then you go to work if you have work or you got to do schoolwork. It's just a loaded schedule. But like, honestly, I love it. It's, there's nothing else I'd be ra- rather be doing with my day. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. No, uh, you know, obviously the, the game's given you some, some incredible experiences already, right? At the age of uh, 18, 17, 18. 18, 18. 18. So currently had the chance to compete for the U.S. in a national competition, right? Win a gold medal at the Pan Am mm-hmm. Games, um, you know, be the first to do all sorts of things along the way already. Um, what's been your favorite thing that you've gotten to do as a result of playing? Um, definitely uh, playing with the national team. We, uh, th- that, that was just the greatest experience of my life, actually. Uh, I was 15 when I made the team. You're supposed to be 16 uh, because of, uh, travel restrictions and stuff like that going to different countries and you said no big deal I started playing t-ball when I was three <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but um yeah so I made it when I was 15 and the only reason they took me uh was because my birthday was the day before uh the tournament started uh so my birthday is August 17th the tournament started August 18th um and well I'm just that that was the best experience I've ever had um you know just being being able to wear USA across your chest and and playing something for bigger, some playing for something bigger than yourself was, it was emotional. Like it was, it made you feel so good. And just, there's nothing like it. You can't, it's hard to explain. And you just feel so honored um, to be able to give, to be given that opportunity to play for the national team. And uh, everybody's great out there. You know, everybody is, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's one big family, even though you don't even know anybody. Uh, to start off with, you know what I mean? And you had to be the youngest, I'm guessing, by a pretty good uh, margin that, that yes. was playing, right? Yes, I was. So I I was the youngest. I was 16. Uh, there was other 16-year-olds, but they were just turning oh. 17. But um, I was the – I believe I'm the youngest to play – ever make the national team because of where my birthday was and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, our, our age for the team, it goes from – 16 year olds to our oldest uh, player who uh, is 40. She's uh, her name's Malika Underwood. She's a stud. But uh, yeah. So, so all these great experiences, obviously, but you know, with anybody who's the first to do something, you know, and you being the first to, to play, you know, first female to play at Lynnhurst high school, you know, obviously growing up in a great historically great baseball area. Mm-hmm. Um, now the first female in, in New Jersey, um, and, and you said, we believe in the tri-state area to, to play NCAA baseball. You know, I'm, I'm sure there were, have been naysayers or doubters or people along, along the way saying, was this some sort of publicity stunt? You know, what, what, you know, why is she doing this? It seems like you've always had a great attitude about that. Is that something that that came from you know your parents? Is that something that you just kind of realized, hey, the best way to deal with this is just I'm going to just shut up and play and show that I deserve to to be here and you know just kind of they'll 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 see. Yeah. So how that kind of came about was my parents. My mom, she's always very um, 
she's like, oh, let me handle it. If anything, let me handle it. Um, but when it came to, you know, what happened? That's a typical mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, especially with like the parents and stuff, um, she was like, I I'll just deal with it. If anything, she didn't really, um, she wasn't very argumentative with anybody. She, if, you know, they're going to say what they're going to say. Um, and same thing goes with on the field. She would always say, um, you know, just play it out, right? If you do good, you know, you'll shut them up and they'll walk away. They're not going to stop. I mean, oh, they'll stop. Sorry. And then, um, you know, obviously like I'd have some on field, uh, encounters where kids were just straight up kids or guys. Um, and you know, it's just, it's just something that you kind of develop and you really have to think, think about yourself and say, uh, you know, why am I here? Am I here to deal with that stuff that goes on or am I here to play baseball? And obviously I'm here to play baseball. So I didn't really care about what else was, whatever else was going on. I just kind of turned the switch and turned it off and ignored it. And that's, you know, really what, what you have to do. And sometimes what I did, um, it was, it was after like, say like something, something was bad. Something bad was said, something stupid, whatever. Uh, and it, say it affected me and I got, it got to me a little bit. Um, I'd pick up, if it was a dirt field, turf field, pick up some dirt, look at it in my hand, think that, think of that as what was said, what was done, what was whatever. And I just throw it away and wipe it off. And that was, it was gone after that. You know what I mean? So I kind of just developed it after a little while and, and really just, notice what was better for me it feels like it, it seems like that's that noise usually tends to come from the from the stands more than it does from the yeah right guy players know and and players you know that they, they might give you a hard time for a second or two in the beginning but but they tend to shut up pretty quickly when you prove that you belong you know it's Definitely. Just, and, and i'm basing you know a lot of this too on you know our our legion team hopewell when when we took that over um in 2015 we uh Allison Coriel, our, our manager's daughter, um, came in as our first base coach and hitting coach and, you know, certainly proved very quickly that, that she belonged there, was a great college player, great uh, softball player, still is. If she hears this, she'll have to, I have to say that she still is. Um, but, you know, after a while, like, you would, you would hear some stuff in the stands like at the start, is that a, is that a girl coaching first? Mm -hmm. And and you know by by like two or three innings in, and she proved that she should be there. There was nothing out. You know, it was like right. it was over. And you get you get you earn respect by the way that you mm -hmm. go about your business. Definitely. Um. So, what was the fall like then? You know, you're 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 making. You know, what was what was the uh, your first experience of college baseball? I mean, you, you mentioned the crazy hours and and the grind, but it's obviously something you would never change for for anything. I mean, this is uh, this is this is like what was you know what's the first the first uh, semester of freshman baseball like? I mean, there's so many things we did this fall. Um, you know, there's nothing like it. I mean, we grinded every day we you know became a family day by day and we just worked we just worked you know what i mean it was straight work straight business and i mean i think i had a good experience you know it, it's kind of tough when there's 50 guys in a lineup and and you're trying to earn your spot as a freshman it's not it's not easy but um you know i'm not the only one dealing with it 50 other guys are dealing with it you know what i mean or mm -hmm. all my the rest of my freshmen are dealing with it and so you know 
that's what kind of makes it great. And you, you know that you're in the same boat as everybody else and you have the same opportunity. And, um, you know, this fall was just so much fun. I mean, we, like I said, we became a family together and, you know, I think just, uh, having practices, like having individual practices, um, not like run by the coaches and stuff like that, um, off to the sides where we just go hit, uh, throw whatever with all the other, uh, teammates, you know, that those were important to me, um, making those, um, relationships with my, my teammates, um, and just getting to know them, you know what I mean? Um, but playing wise, we, you know, we had fun. It's, it's a fun group. We are, uh, very vocal. Everybody's, uh, you know, everybody's just great. Um, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun to be with them and, uh, you know, compete with them and they really make you, um, try to take it to a next level that, uh, you know, to make yourself better. So you're a catcher. Correct. What, what attracted you to play in that position particularly? What about, what is it about you as a player, your personality, you know, kind of, I mean, it's obviously a take charge position. Um, it's obviously a head's got to be in the game all the time position. Was that always kind of like the natural spot for, you know, for, for you and something that you just really enjoy the most? Uh, well, I actually got into catching. I was in coach pitch, I believe, and they needed a catcher. And none of the other guys wanted to do it. And I, my one coach was like, Hey, you're the biggest kid here. Let's put you behind the dish. <laughs> And so ever since then, I just, I was probably about five or six when that started. And ever since then, I mean, I just love thinking. I like to be involved with every play. Um, I love giving signs like uh, pitches and stuff like that. Um, it, it's just like, for me personally, I'm a very, um, I'm very observant and I know how to deal with different situations. So for, for catching, it's kind of like, oh, I know what this batter did at uh, his last at bat all right, I'm going to move my outfielder over. I'm going to do this, or I'm going to throw him a curveball. You know what I mean? So my brain is constantly moving. And, um, you know, that's something I loved about uh, catching. And honestly, just being back there. I just, I like talking to the umpire, um, you know, talking to the other team sometimes. Um, I'm just very, I'm a very vocal person. I don't like to be quiet. Um, and so, but catching is just, it's just been my, my natural position ever since I started playing, I think. And, you know, I, I love it. What's the, what's the scouting report? Well, you, you, you like to pick up on things in the scouting report. What's the, uh, the scouting report on Alexia George? Oof, like where to, like where to pitch to me? No, I don't know that. I mean, I, what I heard and, and seen some clips, obviously a really good defensive catcher, mm -hmm. um, you know, I really, uh, as you said, perceptive, but, but certainly good, you know, framing the you know, pitches and, and handling pitchers. I mean, is that what you would say is the strongest part of, uh, of your game? Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I think I call a very good game, uh, mm -hmm. and I'm able to keep the ball in front of me. Uh, you know, and, and I really have a good pitcher catcher relationship with almost all my pitchers. Um, if I don't have a good relationship with them, it's because I've never caught them. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I, I think that's definitely one of my, my strong, uh, strong suits and you know I just I just really focus on trying to get better at it every single day um, whether it's watching videos watching my videos um, Instagram like any way I could get better I, I try and just trying to learn for myself because that's the only way that you're really going to improve and get to that next level but um, no yeah definitely blocking is I love blocking so fun I, I don't know why people say catching is 
like the worst position. I love it. Like there's, I, I don't think that there's a better position on the field. So we're, we're running this at the same time. We're running a series of, uh, of high school guys who are, you know, in the process of signing their letters of intent this week. And one of the questions that I've asked all of them is tell us about your recruiting experience and, you know, how that journey went. Um, and, and it kind of dawned on me that that your recruiting experience is going to be completely different, right? Just because I, my coaches have seen a, a you know female high school player mm-hmm. sending them clips, sending them information. You know, what was your journey like? You know, as far as recruiting, you know, sending things out, getting responses from people. Um, what was it like, and and how did it lead you to to Saint Elizabeth? Well, I, um, I started off by going to uh, scouting events, obviously. So showcases, uh, that helps you get your, you know, your name out there a little bit more. Um, and then my junior, senior year, I started sending out emails. I sent out a lot of emails, and I think I only got one in response. It was from Lynn University in Florida, and the coach said his roster was full already, which I, you know, is D2 school, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that time, arguably it should be full. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I sent, I probably sent out almost a hundred emails and only got that one response, um, with my video attached with a little bit of a, a description about me, um, you know, and so on. But so how I found St. Elizabeth, I would, I went to a showcase, uh, for them. And the main reason why we went there was because we realized, Hey, this was, was an all girls school. Um, you know, opportunities might be a little bit better there, right? They might be open to, to you know what I mean? Open to a, a female baseball player. And um, so we were like, hey, let's just give it a shot. So I go to the camp. Uh, it's a good camp. Uh, you know, coach, I met Coach Freeman there, uh, Coach Centrone. And then I just went to more, that was more of my sophomore year of high school, I believe. Um, I started going to camps my freshman year. Um, so I've been you know, making my way around with that, um, with showcases and stuff like that. Um, but St. Elizabeth, I went to a couple, uh, couple more showcases down the, down the road a couple years later. And I was like, you know what? I really like the school. I like the coaches. And I went to this one showcase where it really kind of sealed the deal for me. Um, it was, uh, we had, I forget where it was, but there was players from the team that were existing. And, um, you know, I, I kind of interacted with them a little bit and uh, they, they actually pulled me over to the side. And I remember one of my players, my one of my good friends on the team now um, pulled me over and he goes, are you trying to play baseball here or softball? And I said, baseball. And they were, he turned around, looked to all the, like the seven other guys that were with them. And he was like, that's sick. And then everybody else was uh, agreeing with them and, and, you know, just talking to me about it. And, you know, that really made me feel like, I was at home and before I even, you know, committed to the school and, um, you know, just having that interaction with the team really uh, kind of closed the deal for me. Cause I already knew the coaches were cool. Um, you know, I dealt with, I, I dealt with Centrone, coach Centrone for uh, a couple catching caps that I liked um, mm-hmm. Freeman for a whole bunch of different, uh, you know, other things with obviously the showcases. And then one day I just emailed them and I was like, Hey, coach Freeman, I, I, you know, I kind of want to join your program um, you know, what can I do, you know? And, um, yeah. And it's all from there. 
that's awesome. That's that's a great story, and it's a great story to to remind everybody to, you know, kind of light. Well, I'm sure you didn't like it at the time, but but the the first batch of emails, the response rate, because it just it's kind of showed a how bad you really want it. Right? Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty easy to just give up, and and b to just kind of keep you know keep pushing for your you know make your journey happen. Right. You know, so that that's that's like an invaluable lesson for anybody watching. Um, what, you know, is kind of the goal after college then? I mean, because, you know, I guess there's hope of, of and talk of a professional women's league eventually, but is the goal beyond that even? You see what like a Kim Ang is, you know, yeah. now as, a, as a, the first female general manager, you know, of the, of the Marlins. I mean, is a kind of like a role like that kind of the ultimate for you then to, to, to stay in baseball or or no, not really? Well, yeah. So basically what I plan to do after college is I do want to play for professionally uh, men's and women's because I know that's coming. Um, and I know people that have done men's professional baseball already. So um, that's on my list. And then after obviously after my playing career, I do plan uh, plan to coach. I plan to you know, just stay on the field somehow. I don't care if it's uh, coaching, managing, like athletic training, whatever, whatever it has to be. You know what I mean? Um, umpiring. I don't care. Oh, um, no, no, umpiring. <laughs> but you're, you're a sports management major, right? Correct. Yeah. So, so chances are there's going to be some way to, to, you know, I mean, you're right, in the right, right major for it, obviously. Right. And that was that was also another uh, reason I chose St. Elizabeth because they had that major and that was important to me. Um, but uh, funny you actually uh, mentioned Kim. She was, I went to a breakthrough series event where she was leading the whole thing before she was with the Marlins. And um, I actually had the opportunity to talk with her a little bit about baseball and stuff like that. And this was, you could just tell she was, she's just super smart. Like it's insane. Yeah. She knows what she's doing and it's, it's crazy. It just didn't like, you could just sense it. It's, it's, it's hard to explain. But um, no, definitely, I, I do want to I do want to get into coaching and managing after after my playing career is done and after you know there's something for me to do going on with my career. Um, it's it's definitely been on my radar since I was little, and you know it'd be awesome to do it. Yeah, for absolutely. So I want to kind of end up with with this. You know, I have a nine year old daughter. Um, was hoping she would come on here, but she's not ready to make her camera debut. <laughs> um, but, you know, she's asked, you know, dad, can I play baseball? And and I say, yes, of course, you can do anything you want. But it's, you know, after a while, it's your dad saying that, you know, right. it's, it's like, all right, I believe you, but you're, you, you're not a girl playing baseball. What do you know? Right. Um, you know, I know you're not doing it to be a trailblazer. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm sure you also realize that you do have, you know, you are visible. You do have an impact on, you know, a lot of young girls who might be thinking the same thing. Um, what would you say to them as far as, you know, your experiences, kind of positive, negative, everything, just sort of the big picture? You know, what would you say if, if they wanted to, you know, if they asked you, can I, can I play baseball? I would say, why can't you, right? Um as long as you work hard, give it all you got and, um, you know, never stop. You should be fine. You should be successful. As long as you love what you're doing, uh, why shouldn't you be able to do it? Right. No matter who you are. 
um, if, you know, if they want to do anything, don't hold them back, right? It's their life, it's their choice. And, you know, if they think they could be good at something, why stop them? If they're going to give it their all, why stop them? You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I just think if, if it's usually with the parents too, the parents are like, oh no, you can't play baseball because you're a girl. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if, if the parents just give their children that opportunity, um, like my parents did and, you know, great things can happen and, and they're, it's just, they're not going to regret it. Uh, I, I am thankful and appreciative of your time today. I'm not just a, a great catcher, but also a great representative of St. Elizabeth's of, of the game itself. And, uh, we, we wish you the best and, and all, all the success and um, look forward to your first uh, official spring game in the, uh, you know, coming up in 2022. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike.